The Zoe Jane Files, Into Darkness, Chapter 6. I'm sorry, Jax, Briarios grinned, but your cooking just isn't on par with the Orkillian. Next time, we'll have to get takeout. Garrick chuckled heartily. <clears throat> You're right, it's just not the same when she's not here. She's got a presence like no one else I've ever met. Jax ran his fingers through his hair and gave his head a slow shake. He knuckled his eyes and stared intensely at the laptop monitor. A soft sigh escaped him as he poured over the files. What are we missing? he murmured. This guy was FSB. We got... All his files from Mr. McGlynn. Z even gave us extra intel the CIA didn't have. So why can we not find him? Briarios placed a reassuring hand on his shoulder. If Z is right, it's not us. This guy is... has been trained well. We can shake the trees all we want. We can bait him with everything we have. But unless he sees what he wants, he's not going to stick his head out. He's clever and deadly. It's really no wonder Z attracted him with her cover identity. <clears throat> Killian told me the abridged version of the history she has with him, Garrick volunteered. It's not pretty. Still... For some reason, neither of them has ever been able to finish off the other. Long silence reigned. As the trio worked their way through the files they had received. <clears throat> the sun sank below the horizon, and still they worked, sorting through the information. At last, Briario stood. Let's call it a night, he suggested. We're meeting up with the team from the FBI tomorrow late in the morning. Perhaps they have new leads. Or maybe they can work with the ones we got from Z. The others murmured their agreement. Garrick stood and followed Briarios out of the apartment. They went their separate ways. The next morning... The three men waited patiently in a corner booth at Margaret's Diner downtown. They received their drinks when two men in black suits approached them. Good morning, Agent Carenti, Agent Davis. How are you today? Briarios commented. Were you gentlemen able to get any new information from Ms. McGlynn? Agent Davis questioned. Garrick held up the file folder Zoe gave him. What about you? <clears throat> what did you find out this week? The blonde-haired agent reached for the folder. Garrick pulled it back out of his reach, lightly clicking his tongue. Quid pro quo, gentlemen, he scolded. Why don't you have a seat, and we'll discuss this like civilized men. With a soft sigh, the two joined them. 
Once the server handed out their meals, she took the agent's orders. She smiled warmly and left them alone. Long silence reigned as they ate. So, we haven't really come up with much since we ran into a dead end with the sniper rifle we recovered, Agent Carenti said bluntly. <coughs> Briarios nodded slowly. It's nothing we didn't expect. This man is a different level of sociopath. He's after only one thing, but he's very particular about the way he wants to get her. Agent Davis opened his mouth to speak when the server returned. He waited until she departed before he turned his attention to the others. What exactly are you talking about, Mr. Donovan? He questioned. Briarios arched an amused eyebrow. Exactly what is it about Andre Karpov that... The that you two are investigating, Agent Davis. It can't be just the weapons that were used in the funeral attack. Sheepish, sheepish expression spread over the two men's faces. Garrick shook his head in disbelief and groaned in disapproval. <clears throat> what does that mean? Jack's questioned, clearly confused. It means that they really don't know why they're investigating Karpov, Briarios growled. They were told to look into him because he was a serious threat to national security. It means we have a lot more work to do than we initially believed. <clears throat> In that case, we'd like your case file so we can see what blanks we can fill in for you. Davis hesitated for a moment. Look, Garrick interjected, this man that you're hunting is extremely dangerous. And that's putting it mildly. He and his men opened fire on a funeral in broad daylight. He's been responsible for dozens of deaths and gun deals all over the world. He's a special kind of crazy that you guys have never dealt with before. He threw his arms up in surrender. Very well. I'll get you a copy of the file by the end of day. We'll meet back here at the same time tomorrow to discuss the operation from there. Briario stood. Jackson Garrick followed his lead. He stopped at the register and paid for the group. With that, they went their separate ways. Briarios pulled out his phone as he slid behind the wheel of his truck. What happened? asked the voice on the other end. This is going to be more difficult than we initially thought, he answered. How so? He growled softly. The two agents they have on the case have no idea why they're investigating him. I'm sorry to say this, but we may have to use her play after all. There was a long silence on the other end. I'd really rather avoid that. Is there any way for you... To give those two a kick in the backside. <clears throat> a knock on his window interrupted him. He rolled it down and gazed at Agent Carenti. The man handed him a large file folder, turned, and walked away. 
Briarios rolled the window back up. I just got their case file on him. I'm going to go over it tonight and see what I can come up with. I'm afraid I don't have quite the gift for strategy that she does, though. Not many do. She's been doing these sorts of things since she was nine. It's difficult to compete with that extent of training. Briarios ran his free hand over his braids and gave a heavy sigh. I'll do my best to wrap this up before she can put herself into play. I can't make any promises, though. I'm sorry. There's nothing to apologize for. You three are doing fantastic work. She's waking up. I have to go. Keep in touch. You've got it. <clears throat> he closed the phone and started the engine. At that, he pulled out into traffic and roared off down the street. <clears throat> All right, gentlemen, stated Agent Davis as he slid his plate to the side. What do you have for me today? Briario stood. His companions followed his lead. After a moment of hesitation, the two federal agents did likewise. He paid the bill and led the way out to his truck. Jax and Garrick climbed in. What's going on? Agent Crunty demanded. I'm not about to discuss this case in the middle of a public diner, Briarios reported. If you want answers, get in your car and follow us. The two scrambled to comply as they, he rode off down the street. Comfortable silence reigned as he drove. He kept a close eye on the black sedan, holding the two FBI agents that followed at a distance. I know I'm not as strategically gifted as Z is, Briarios remarked. So let's hope that by combining forces and resources, we can take this guy down so she won't have to do anything stupid or dangerous. Garrick heaved a sigh. It's already been almost a week, and we've turned up next to nothing. I don't know how much help we can expect from these guys. We need to be careful how much information we share with them. Why is that? Jax questioned. You're right, Briarius muttered. There's still our best shot, though. Some of the information we have is eyes only, and these guys might not have that kind of clearance, Garrick explained. We could end up putting those two in unnecessary danger by sharing our information. I'd rather not see two of the good guys end up dead because of our indiscretion. Jax nodded slowly. So, <clears throat> how do we know how much information to share with them? Briarius shook his head. We don't. We'll just have to keep a close eye on them when we get into details. If they start to get twitchy, we'll know we've crossed the line. At that Ah, uh, at that, we cut bait and work with whatever resources Killian can connect with us with. You made a copy of their file, right, Jax? Yes, I did, he answered. I tucked it away with your stuff in the file box in my spare room. 
It's where all the especially important information for this case is stored. Perfect, Briarios praised and pulled into the parking garage of Jax's building. All right, gentlemen, time to put on your game faces. He parked and climbed out. The other two followed his lead. He leaned against the tailgate as the two agents climbed out of the parked car and approached. Is all this really necessary? Davis questioned. Garrick nodded. This Karpov character is former S FSB. Yes, it's most certainly necessary. Now, would you be kind enough to follow us up to Jack's apartment? And we'll go over the files we have to compare notes. For a minute, the two agents... With a soft sigh, the two did as directed. The five men rode the elevator in silence. Jax led the way down the hallway to his apartment and stepped aside, allowing everyone admittance. He then closed and locked the doors securely behind them. For a minute, the two agents could only stare in disbelief. How long have you been working this? Carenti questioned. We got on top of this as soon as we heard it went down, Garrick said, bluntly. His target is a close friend and companion of ours. Impressive, Davis murmured. <coughs> At that, the three explained what they learned. They were careful to watch for reactions from the two agents. Garrick recounted the encounter Zoe had related to him via Killian. Briarius took over with the information he gathered from her father. Jax concluded with everything he gleaned from Zoe's personal files. A long silence reigned. The two agents sat in silent disbelief. Do you have the file I gave you? Davis asked at length. Briarius handed it to him. Thank you. It was more helpful than you think. Absently, Davis tapped the edge of the folder against his chin. This is way over our pay grade, you know. We won't be able to verify any of it without raising flags and possibly alerting the wrong parties. Have you any suggestions on how to how we should handle it? Garrick raised an amused eyebrow. You mean you're going to continue with your investigation? Crunchy shrugged. There are still plays we can make without tipping our hand to the knowledge you've given us. That list of known associates in the area that your friend gave you, I'd like to see it if you don't mind. Jax glanced hesitantly to Briarios, who nodded in the affirmative. He dug through the file and pulled it out. Gingerly, he handed it to Davis. For a minute, he perused the list. A slow nod moved his head. This I can definitely work with. I have a few buddies in the DEA, NSA, and ATF who owe me favors. We'll work this angle and see what shakes loose. I'll keep you two 
I'll keep you apprised of what we learn. Garrick folded his arms over his chest and leaned back in his chair. He glanced skeptically to Briarios, who shrugged. Let us know if you need tactical support, Briarios commented. We're good at that. Davis nodded and headed for the door. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you for your time, gentlemen. We'll be in touch. Jax locked the door behind them and turned back to Briarios and Garrick. Now what do we do? Wordlessly, Garrick picked up the papers strewn around the table. He returned them to the appropriate folders and tucked them into the file box. Briarios picked up his phone and called Killian to bring him up to speed on the situation. With a heavy sigh, he hung up and turned his attention back to Jax. I'm afraid we can only run down the leads we didn't share and wait, he replied. Sadly, we gave them most of our good ideas. Good leads. <clears throat> it would appear we're going to be doing more waiting than we'd like to. Stupendous, Garrick grumbled. Well, then let's do it elsewhere. Nothing personal, Jax, but I need some time at the range. Here to join me, Briarios. He shrugged and followed Garrick out the front door. Silently, he cast Jax an apologetic look and closed the door behind him. Jax strode to his spare room and plunked down at his computer. For several minutes, he stared at the black screen. Finally, he heaved a sigh and turned it on. If I can use these personnel files... To locate his accounts, I may be able to find him that way, he thought. That, there's always a money trail. He worked, searching through Zoe's CIA files. A faint smile tugged at the corners of his mouth as he easily bypassed their security systems. His stomach voiced its disdain. Jackson knuckled his eyes and glanced at the clock on his monitor. He shook his head with a frustrated sigh. She was right, he told himself. He withdrew a large cash sum from his account. He must have some aliases she doesn't know about. I can't even find him on any of the city's traffic cameras. He's got to have a network we're missing. He programmed his computer, stood and headed into the kitchen. Jax picked up his phone and dialed Killian. I'm sorry it's so late, he apologized. I wanted <clears throat> to let you know that I'm, I'm tapped into every camera f in the city. If this guy or any known associate sews his face, we'll be the first to know. That's amazing, Jax, Killian praised. Thank you. That could be a huge help. I tried to follow his money, but he made a $50,000 withdrawal, he continued. <clears throat> He's doing everything with cash. Thanks for the update, Jax, Killian replied. Now get some rest. He nodded and hung up. 